0: good people and inhabitants of planet earth both foreign and domestic welcome to the dirkman paradox i'm your host darius riddick and i would like to thank you for joining me in what is nominally the next stage of evolution for humankind for those of us That are here for the first time but those of you (laughs) obviously those of you that are here for the first time uh thank you for your investment of time the most finite and valuable resource that you have for you to spend any of that here is 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 beyond gratitude um and for those of you returning once again to all of you you know thank you for being here in what is the next stage and creating a better quality of life for those that come after us for setting the new foundation for human prosperity and evolution And you know, right now that doesn't probably make a lot of sense, but within the next few years, it will begin to, to translate into something magnificent because what we are doing was done for us on a much smaller scale and look where we are today and what we're able to do. And the reason why I say on a much smaller scale is because technology has evolved more rapidly in the past 40, 50 years than it has ever existed. And, you know, that that is a privilege to us to be alive in, in, in this day and age. So regardless of the things that have happened in history, regardless of the things that have evolved, you know, we have a duty and an opportunity today to begin to um, capitalize on that, to begin to improve a lot of these principles that, you know, in the past didn't make sense or that we didn't really have answers for, that we couldn't quite understand. But now with some openness and some willingness, uh, some yielding mentality, some elbow grease, we can begin to make a lot of sense of uh, this whole thing that is human performance. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be able to do this. So, as always, as we get started on this day in history, uh, September 18th, uh, 1793, George Washington lays the cornerstone for the American Capitol building, the home of American government. I mean, wow. That was about 200 and what, 20 years ago, mass, something like that. Um, but that's fa- That's fantastic, right? The establishment of government and how much has come over, over a little over two centuries. And it just says a lot about where we are and what could the next 200 years look like. You let me know. What do you think the next 200 years of legislative government would actually look like? It's actually pretty scary to think about because 200 years ago, they probably didn't even close to imagine that it would look like what it is today. So, With that being said, our goal, just as a recap, as always for the Dear Human Paradox, is to begin to take some of these obscure, enigmatic principles in human performance and begin to simplify them. Simplify them to to ask the question of, are they even true? Do they even work? Who do they apply to? Do they apply to anyone? And if we manipulated some of the variables, can we use them in other circumstances and other applications to our advantage? Because, like we said, technology is at the point now where it, it's, 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 it, we, we can use it in so many different applications. And what we have right now isn't what we're going to have five years from now. Now, 1960 to 1965, that was a little bit different. They, they, they only had so much to work with and so much that could advance at one time. Now, we have the privilege to be able to ask a question, to look something up, to, to challenge a variable and to completely change everything that we knew about it within six months to a year time frame. And that's that's what really makes this whole thing of being involved in human performance and research an honor. And because of that, you know, our duty now is to begin to ask those questions, to understand how some of these principles are going to impact our future for the average person. Um, And the reason why we say that is because When we talk about this thing, we're talking about the athlete. The Dear Human Paradox is designed to challenge the the ability of the human body to make it stronger, to make it faster, to make it more efficient, to make it more lethal, to survive different environments, to survive different stimulus, right? This isn't anything new. This is something that we've been doing in human performance for thousands of years. And only in the past couple hundred years have we been able to understand it and explain it. And now within the past, couple decades have we been able to understand it explain it and then apply it in in different scenarios and that's where we are now now we can begin to challenge those questions where before we didn't have the answers to and one of the statements that I like to really solidify this concept with is the only difference between the the levels of athleticism whether that be a sedentary individual who doesn't move at all uh, uh, a new enthusiast style individual who has a little bit of time under the belt an athlete who has some training experience and then an elite athlete who has the experience, the training age and, you know, the, the different the different mental and physical uh, parameters or different components that that make them elite. The only difference between these group of individuals, all things considered, is trainability, because unless you can go through the training, you truly don't know what other factors may limit you in certain areas. So we talk about genetic capabilities, physical capabilities, mental capabilities. If you can train these things, then you begin to tease out what may limit someone else over the other, but not until they get the training. So because we understand that training is the great equalizer, then in order to move through the stages and to truly understand where we sit for human research, human performance research in the future, you know, now is the time to ask those questions. What does that look like for the majority of the population? What does that look like for people if they want to say, "Hmm, go to space"? What is the how? How is our understanding of human performance going to affect the space tourism industry? What is that going to do for people for the average person who wants to buy a ticket to go up in, into low Earth orbit or into um, just into different areas outside of Earth's atmosphere? <clears throat> Maybe those questions can't be answered right now. Maybe those questions are a few decades away. But understand that they are questions, which means that eventually someone's going to start looking for some answers. Eventually, someone's going to start testing out that hypothesis. Someone's going to start seeing, okay, well, 50 years ago, okay, let's talk timeline, right? 50 years ago, the astronauts that could go, that could enter these test, these test, uh, these test birds, were elite um, both mentally and physically you know they 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 were they were fighter pilots or they had went to the 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 mental test the the psychological test the physical test they were the one percent of the one percent well the the issue with that is the one percent of the one percent is limited so if we are truly going to understand how you know this whole thing is going to work as far as the next stage of evolution how is interplanetary habitation going to work how, how are we going to be able to live outside of earth's atmosphere because if you've watched anything in in <clears throat> the space race at all these questions are being asked they're being asked today and to get the answers you know we, we can't just rely on the one percent of the one percent so that's why i say our duty now and your duty is to understand how you can fulfill that role to begin to challenge these things to begin to you know, have, provide your own answers to some of these questions because our, our whole body of evolution is based upon shared information. Now, if we limit that information, then obviously we're only limited to how many steps we have based upon that information. So the the we can't limit ourselves by limiting the questions, by limiting the information that we put out there. <clears throat> so with that being said, the one thing I want to leave everyone with whoever you are that may see this is that the one of the keys to human performance and I don't claim to be you know the the number one top expert I don't claim to have all the answers because the human machine is is extremely complex but this phrase is going to be key to unlocking a lot of doors unlocking a, a, a lot of storage chests a lot of buried treasure a lot of things that before we didn't have access to but we have the key and that is understanding that in order to excel in order to make it to this next stage of evolution and to begin to answer those questions we must realize that it is not about what is going to help you excel it is not about what principles are going to push you to the next level it's about the ones that are going to inhibit you what is going to prevent us from terraforming a planet what is going to prevent us from being able to survive in 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 an environment that doesn't have you know uh breathable air it, you know that the human body is designed to breathe we know that it's designed to heal itself we know that it's designed to respond to you know muscular damage and that you know you have to maintain bone density and and prevent muscular atrophy in order to maintain a sense of locomotion we know these things <clears throat> but what is it that's going to stop us What is it that's going to prevent us from carrying out the mission? What is it that's going to um, stop the average person from being able to go into space? You know, that 99.9 percent, how do we shift them to the same place? How do we get you what you need in order to be able to experience the same environments? And I understand that these questions may be a little bit obscure or you may feel like they don't apply to you. But 50 years ago, our predecessors probably said the same thing. 100 years ago, they most likely said the same thing. 150 years ago, they most likely said the same thing. And this isn't just me talking from my personal experience. This is talking from the research, the facts, the history that's there. What was the question of the century? What was the question of the decade? And then ours right now, being in the space race, is how do we enable the average person to get to where they need to be or get to where, you know, a a different atmosphere? Because up to this point, the human body has been adapted to being on earth now we may not understand what's going to um, propel us as far as being in those environments right we have very limited data with how many people have actually done it Um, but we must understand what is going to inhibit us what's going to prevent us what is going to stop us because the human spirit is willing the human condition is 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 designed to evolve it's designed to keep moving forward that's manifest destiny since the beginning of human history itself And <clears throat> because that's not going to change anytime soon right we can agree that we have to begin to ask these questions and it's not just a select group of individuals that are privy to answer those questions anymore because of where we sit right now and and what i will leave is with this is that it is your duty it is my duty it is it is our duty collectively to begin to not only ask these questions. But to attempt to provide the answers. And as we do that. Wow. There's some amazing things that are going to happen. But I don't want to give too much away. Okay. I think I've already said enough. Because I'm a little bit over my time. But until next time. We'll probably discuss some more about recovery. And more about this whole space age thing. And you know, human performance. And what that looks like for us moving forward. But until next time. Stay durable, my friends.